Hello. This is... <laughs> I can't do this for a second straight episode. This is Don't Evolve Me, State of Review, the MCU, Part 3 of 5, hopefully. In this episode, we're doing ep- uh, Phase 3. That's right, from Civil War to Far From Home. This is your host, Jake Sherbing. And in this episode, we have guests... Ernie Gardner. Uh, we didn't have Romero Green. Uh, we only planned for two hours, and we ended up doing like four hours. So, yeah, that's what happens. Cue the music. should have been and that is a finale Mm -hmm. right like this movie took all the events of the first Avengers it took the events of Age of Ultron it took the events of Winter Soldier and brought it all together and like it in a way it's the Avengers Mm 2.5 it doesn't have all the Avengers no it has it has all the Avengers this is essentially except for Hulk except for Hulk which is like it's fine like this Mm -hmm. movie was the finale that we needed for Phase 2. And essentially it was. It was the intro to Phase 3, but really it was the finale for Phase 2 because it brought everything together. Um, Bucky was a huge storyline. Um, no, Thor wasn't in either. Right, yeah, Thor. Um, yeah, the whole Bucky storyline, um, the aftermath of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, Tony's whole, or like... It brought his character forward, like, hey, I feel that, you know, bringing all show together, we made all this damage. Our actions made all this damage. Mm-hmm. And it was a story that, like, it made sense. And this this movie kind of started the superhero versus superhero trend, but this movie fucking nailed it. Mm-hmm. Like, it nailed it well, because it these characters made sense. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Tony's, when you think about Tony's, like... We, uh, we should be accountable we should have the government it makes sense this dude dealing with PTSD this dude literally like killed hundreds if not thousands of people mm-hmm. um, in Sokovia because of his actions to try to protect the world he's he feels guilty mm-hmm. and so he wants to feel accountable that makes sense um, Steve Rogers Captain America not wanting to trust the government after what he went through in Winter Soldier makes sense <laughs> and then you have like all these people making sides that for the most part makes sense of which side they go to mm-hmm. and it like Captain America like he was the protagonist but in in some aspects Iron Man was the protagonist mm-hmm. and they they were each other's antagonist mm-hmm. like we were discussing uh, before we even started this podcast so like who's the villain like it's Zemo but Zemo, he's the villain, but really, he's not like the main antagonist. Mm-hmm. Iron Man is, yeah, and it it just does it so well. As well as Black Panther is also an antagonist too, if you think about it, and mm-hmm. it, um, which is kind of right in the comics. I believe he kind of fought the Avengers before joining the Avengers, yeah. like not like mm-hmm. a major villain, but more like. Uh, you know, like we're basically kind of like, revenge, kind of. Kind of like in, uh, how Namor is in general. Like mm-hmm. his goals don't quite align with like the Avengers' goals, mm-hmm. and it just it worked well, and the jokes were there. The movie it, it was just well written. Mm-hmm. 
like, yeah, you you go on. <laughs> I've added that. I gave it a five as well. I just think it it, it um displays the Avengers perfectly of them being their own enemy, and it touches on things that I always like wondered about them. I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah, they saved New York, but they killed at, at least hundreds of thousands of people that died. Yeah, and um. It just brings it all together for me. Kind of like you said, like, this was the finale for season two, which is why I took Avengers Ultron for what it was. It was never the finale. Yeah. People respected it to be, and in respect, I get that, but this it, was the movie. It, it should have been, mm-hmm. but this movie righted it. Yeah, and um, it's just perfect. Everyone's kind of got their own story. You get mm-hmm. to see everyone's kind of, um, so what I'm looking for, to, I don't want to say feelings, but they're kind of their own. Um, Think of the word, but you can see how everyone was Jordan's sides. You can see how everyone was emotions. Yeah, in a way, their emotions like kind of like their um. I can't think of the word I'm liking. Sorry, but um, it just kind of brought everyone together. It's one of those. It's one of the movies that I actually like felt it in my soul. Like when Tony's downstairs and she's talking to the lady, talking about her son. She he died on a trip to um. Now I'm thinking again, Sokovia. He yeah. died there doing a field mission. Yep. And you know, this is I, I, one of those ones that I really like felt. I felt everyone had a kind of their their thoughts on it, and like people were joining sides, and you can see like each person was joining their side respectfully, mm-hmm. and it just brought everything together. Um, I will say this: if there was a time to kill someone, I think they would have did a. It would have brought it way over the time, even though it was great. They should have killed Rhodey. Should have killed Rhodey. They should have killed Rhodey. That would have yeah. That would have been a perfect. Rhodey should have died, and then, like I like Rhodey, and I feel like that, um he's one of the characters. Like I feel like. Now looking back, now moving forward, I'm like he's one of the OG characters now that I can mm-hmm. bring along the, like the new young Avengers whenever uh, they get to that storyline. Mm-hmm. They should kill Brody. Should've there should have been consequences, mm-hmm. and I think Brody would have been. The, he's the perfect. Like he got paralyzed, but they barely touched upon it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you know, hey, Iron Man is a genius, so we're gonna give him the ability to walk, but they don't really touch upon it. Yeah, that's true. So uh, I'm glad that there's a consequence of way, but yeah. He, I think he would have yeah I would have given it a 6 if he would have died it would have been great <laughs> yeah this movie is great and we need, uh, there's so many things about this movie we didn't even touch upon one like Spider-Man mm-hmm. he shows up like he wasn't even like the original plan they're like hey we have a, a chance to get Spider-Man they're like wait what and it works mm-hmm. it, like it's like a side way to Spider-Man but like you're like hey it's Spider-Man mm-hmm. I know you think um, we had a talk before how um, you have your reasons why you think he's overrated mm-hmm. but for me huge Spider-Man fan and I do think he's overrated just based on the media that's more of a reflection of the media rather than him as a character mm-hmm. um, for me that was such a huge moment mm-hmm. you know like this is what I wanted all along I wanted Spider-Man and the MC that's all I wanted like that was a huge and that wasn't the biggest part of this movie mm-hmm. like this Spider-Man being in this movie could have been a gimmick it wasn't mm-hmm. it, um, it was it felt part of the movie, not not yeah. like, you know what I mean, not like the basis of Ant Man joins. And you see and I love that about Ant Man. You get to see Ant Man's biggest power and his biggest yeah. you know, influence on him. It, it seemed like every character just had their moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why the like the Russo brothers, um forget I know McKay is one of the writers. Mm-hmm. It's the same writers to did Infinity War and I'm pretty sure I guess don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure uh, these same writers work with the Russo brothers and they use their scripts are just really, really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we 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 talk about how great this film is, and we barely talked about Zemo. Yeah, 
and Zemo is such a like he's such an interesting character like in the comics and uh, with Falcon and the Winter Soldier he's in it they bring a lot more depth into him but you kind of feel for him a little bit and he's such yeah. a unique villain where they're like hey I'm not trying to fight you because I can't I can't beat you guys I'm going to fight you the Avengers yeah. I'm just going to break you up mm-hmm. I'm going to make there be the uh, internal like turmoil Right. and it's just it's such a unique villain we yeah. haven't seen it we haven't seen a villain that's just yeah. like we're trying to make, we're going to fuck with you emotionally mm-hmm. we're going to fuck with you mentally I mean I guess Age of Ultron with Wanda a little bit they touched upon it but this movie's like no we're going to like we I got some dirt there's the Winter Soldier Winter Soldier killed Iron Man's mom boom let's cause a fight let's cause conflict let's cause friction between mm-hmm. it and it just culminated to the point where like where Captain America and Iron Man were against each other at the end you're like I understand mm-hmm. I understand both sides and, that, and that's more to it like you get to see like I said the first image you see the tension that was always there building up building up yeah. building up and then it finally comes to a boiling point with that and like it's just a little subtleties like the at, like it's it's like, a finale it's a finale for uh, for uh, phase two mm-hmm. sorry I like <laughs> had the thought no, like, don't mean to cut you off um, it's a finale for phase two but it's also like the um, pendulum episode for the finale of uh, phase three mm-hmm. and for the infinity saga it was like the pendulum episode it breaks these characters apart mm-hmm. so that Thanos can come and essentially conquer and come bring them back together. Yeah, and it just it did it well. Yeah, and then top it off with the subtleties, like like the um, Captain America, First Avenger, who helps him up? Bucky, boom. Who helps him up in the last one, the very last scene almost? Helps him back. You know, um, it's just the little things. The um, Iron Man classic uh, Captain America pose, he's from the beams, he has a shield. Yeah. Perfect, beautiful. Beautiful cultivation. That, it's fight, just, that yeah. fight at the end is just so emotional. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're like, Tony, don't. But you're like, Tony, I, get, I, get you. I feel you, Tony. Mm-hmm. And they're like, why are you doing this? He killed it. Or he's like, stop. You know, he wants, this is what he wants. He's like, I don't care. He killed my mom. And you're like, fuck. Like, I get that. If my mom died and I know like that person killed it, and like in that heat of emotion, I'm like, I can get, I understand why he seemed mm-hmm. like all fucking ballistic. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's just like, you know, the little things. Like I said, him picking up, say, he's my friend. Yeah. he's my friend you know and it, it brings it all together because like that subtle line that makes it all work with what he's going through for when a soldier mm-hmm. going after him going after him in civil war it brings it all together he's my friend yeah and that I just thought it was just and then like the, the rebuttal from, I was your friend too mm-hmm. and you're like oh, it just hits yeah it yeah just <laughs> hits. it just hits so perfectly um, one thing that we need to touch upon uh, Black Panther's arc because he went out for vengeance. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm going to fight. And then towards the end, he sees what happens with the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gets there too. He gets uh, to the bunker. And he stops Zemo from killing himself. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're not going to die today. And like he had the moment to kill. And that's what he wanted to do was kill his father's killer. Mm-hmm. And he did it. And I'm like, that's such a cool arc. And it leads to Black Panther. Mm-hmm. This is like, it's just such a good film. It's so important. Just does so much yeah. for the MCU it just uh, does so much for the characters yeah. Yeah. and like let's just let's list it off one it's the finale for seasons uh, for phase two we call it season two it's essentially a TV show mm-hmm. um, it's the start off of uh, Spider-Man yeah it's the mm-hmm. it's the potential uh, episode or movie for Infinity War 
I think uh, it's um sorry to cut you. I think it's the most important movie in the entire MCU. Yeah. It it, it set it set the the standard not to say standard. It just set the table. For oh no, it years. set the standard. Yeah, it set the yeah okay. Well, it set the standard for the last five years of movies. This is the first like team up film that was like it just hit and you're like fuck <laughs> and then everyone tried to copy the whole superhero versus superhero oh wait no this movie came out after Batman versus Superman didn't it I think it came out at the same time there might be a year difference I don't know which came first yeah I, I want to say Batman vs Superman was I think that came out first no yeah. I think it came out at the same time I thought it came out at the same it time might have but either way like it just did so well yeah it was perfect not yeah. bad to say but yeah same I I can't think of a flaw. I can't think of a single flaw. No. And yeah, that's if I can't if I can't think of a single flaw for a film, I yeah, the movie's a five. Uh, next one, Doctor Strange. Okay. What do I have that as? Uh, me and you are the same. This is one of the films. Like, three. Yeah. Three. Three. I'm cool. It's with that. like I mean, it's good. It's a good film. Um, like we can nitpick at it, but like it's an origin story. Yeah, it's an origin story. It was good. Um, the villain wasn't great. Um, Dormammu, the, the ending was great, I would say. I think, like, at the time, you're like, oh, he just, he tricked him. He got him into um, a whoop. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, okay. But now I'm like, no, I like that ending. Yeah. Um, Dormammu, I, I don't know how I like about his look because, you know, I like the flamey head look in the comics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, it makes sense because, like, that's the... It, it, it has like the dark metallic looking rainbow color mm-hmm. feel to it I'm like I don't I don't hate it right. um, but yeah I think this movie is good um, Kelsius is like the other main villain I don't think it worked um, Matt Nicholson is a great actor mm-hmm. I think he's a great villain actor and I just don't think he did that uh, I think he did fine I just I'm like when I heard he was uh, Cassilius or whatever his name is I'm like he's just a pawn mm-hmm. like why is he any Mordo? Yeah, um, I think Mordo. I thought it was interesting that they didn't make Mordo like the villain mm-hmm. because Mordo is typically the um, traitor. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like he's usually the traitor, and usually it's like he's like the first Doctor Strange villain. And I'm thinking of like the animated movie of Doctor Strange, and Mordo's like the main villain. Right. But I don't mind Mordo's take. Um, even the ancient ones take, even though they whitewashed the character, mm-hmm. but like it's a. Um, Scottish woman, right? Yeah. No, uh, Celtic. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Celtic woman mm-hmm. instead of you know an old Asian man, you know, playing in stereotypes. I I don't know how I feel about it. I, I'm I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I think um, blanking on the actress who plays the ancient one. I think she did a really good job. Um, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really have much more to say. I think it's a good film. Um, some of the I will say on Romero's part there's well, one section where like one time I watched it the second time I watched it I was um, up there in the clouds a little bit mm-hmm. and it, this movie fucked with me <laughs> <laughs> like I uh, I started uh, viewing this the, the universe as a blanket and I fell into the fabric mm-hmm. like you know how like if you look into a blanket you can see the fabrics like crossing mm-hmm. like I fell into the fabric and I was just lost into a void Mm. And like I like panicked and I had to, like <laughs> I'm like I need to go to bed because I'm freaking out. It's funny you say that. <laughs> <laughs> I too was lifted when I first saw this. I was, um, yeah, I give it a three. It's one of those movies. It's, it's aesthetically pleasing. It, yeah. it hits every origin point. Um, there's not really. I'm not gonna nitpick. There's not really any 
it's one of those movies that there's not a scene or anything that stands out to me from it. Like, I, if you tell me, like, what's your favorite scene from it? Maybe the ending scene was it. Maybe the end, yeah, maybe the ending when he puts him in a loop or when they're fighting in the street, maybe, but... Um, I thought the, everyone was talking about how the effects are, like, really cool, and I'm like, I thought it was just, like... It kind of overpowered the movie a little bit to me. Well, I didn't but, think the effects were, like, that cool. It was like, hey, look, movie effects. It's like, ah, instead of, like, oh, look, cool magic. Well, I thought they were good. It just, it kind of just, I guess, it kind of feel like it's I was so confused. I'm like, do you, like, buildings are moving and nobody's... Yeah, acting. exactly. I'm like... Yeah. I'm like I don't understand. It's really just kind of, yeah. It's his buildings are flipping. He's looping people. He's doing yeah. It's just kind of just I don't know. But um, good movie. I'm not I'm not gonna hate on it. It's it's a solid movie. Um, at the time I didn't really understand its relevance. Almost oh, that? Wait. Oh, never mind. We're recording. I thought we weren't recording. <laughs> I had it zoomed out. Um, I might. I might. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off. I thought I wasn't recording. Mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna cut this piece off for the real podcast. If not, audience enjoy. <laughs> but yeah, good movie. I um, I didn't understand its relevance at first, but now obviously I do. Yeah, um, it's an origin film. It's, an origin. it's a good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's an origin film. It it did its job. It's yeah. Yeah, that's all I have to say about it. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. So this is um. So I had a rewatch with um my stepson. And um, my girlfriend too. Like we've, I've been trying to get him into Marvel because he's like getting into superheroes. And this is the point where I we stop watching. Mm-hmm. So I need to watch Guardians of the Galaxy two again because when I first watched it, it was a four. Okay. I thought it was better than the first one. I agree. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, here's why. Okay, so I. When I think about it now, I think Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, was... I think the, the overall plot is better and more interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a more fun... It's a fun... More fun film. Mm-hmm. Whereas this film, like me and my writer's side, I really, really like this film because I really just love what it does with the characters. Mm-hmm. It just... Mm-hmm. Every character has an arc. And it, every character just grew. You know? Like, mm-hmm. Rocket was still an asshole. And at the end, he's not an asshole. Um... Peter gets to find out about his father. Grew went from a baby to a like a baby who didn't understand responsibility to understanding responsibility, and it was just enjoyable to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, Drax, I forget. I, I forget Drax's arc in this film. I, I have to rewatch this one. It's again. really. Um, it has an action scene. The start. You see him kind of grow with um. Oh, temporary. I can't think. Oh, Mantis. Yes. Mantis. Yeah. So you kind of see that a little bit. He he actually displays emotion. I think that's what his arc is. Yeah. He, he learns emotion. Oh, yep, yep, yep. So. That makes um, sense there, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this film, I just, I remember like the character arcs just being really, really good. I enjoyed learning about these characters and them growing. James Gunn is great with characters. Yeah. Um, he understands character. He understands character development. Mm-hmm. Um, this co- this movie's fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yondu has a huge arc where he's like he's an asshole. In that the first is film. my favorite arc. I'll let you keep on those. Yeah, he's like an asshole in the first film, but now he's like, oh, he's an asshole. Like he's an asshole, but like it's part of his personality and it's part of his charm. And hey, no, he's actually a cool public figure. And you're like, ah, uh, like it just every like the character development in this movie is a lot better than the first. Because, like, we were talking about how, like, this movie has so many interesting character stories and it doesn't really touch upon it because it's so busy in the plot. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important for the first film 
I think for the casual audience, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one's more interesting, but for like the people who really like the Guardians of the Galaxy, this movie's better. Yes. For those, and I think this movie just does better job with the character arcs. Do I think the story is more interesting? No. I think, you know, um, Ego trying to, you know, uh, duplicate himself among the world is not the most interesting story. Um, Ego being Peter's dad is kind of, Fine, okay, I'm okay well, with okay, it. Sure, you know, yeah. I like it. I mean, Kurt Russell's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he did a great job as Ego. I think Ego is, as a villain, is at the time I thought he was one of the best villains in the MCU. I'm like, I question, I'm like, is this the best MCU villain? Mm-hmm. Because one, we didn't have a lot of great, other than Loki, we didn't really have a lot of great villains. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was a great villain for the most part. Yeah. And it just, like you said about um, Winter Soldier. This film's kind of like, do I need it? Do I need this film? Not really. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of where it's at. Guardians of the Galaxy, you need Guardians of the Galaxy. This film, it just extends the characters. Mm-hmm. It's great filler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much all I have to say about it. Yeah. I just, uh, the reason I give it a little, I give it a, yeah. Why did I give it again? <laughs> Keep uh, it again. <laughs> you were... You gave it a four minus. Four minus, that's right. Okay. And so me and you were pretty much in agreement. I gave it, for what you said, basically, the plot is, okay, sure, Ego, trying to take over the world, he's Peter's dad, sure, okay, fine. But um, I just love the first character development. Wandu, yeah, I'm not your dad, but, like, I took care of you, you know what I mean? I brought you in, like, you see, like, yeah, he's an asshole, he's kind of a dick, and whatnot, but he actually did care, he did have a heart, and he actually... He didn't. He didn't um, send him the ego, mm-hmm. and that's such a cool connection. Like, oh, that's why. That's what was their point. And they mm-hmm. just made everything just connected. Um, I forget the gold people who were in there. Um, they were like the villains. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, they're trying to hunt them down too. Yeah, I'm like, eh, that didn't really work. I do kind of like it how like they're all playing video games and when they die, like, dang it, and that's <laughs> it. I'm like, that's kind of that's funny. Yeah. Um, I thought the first scene was kind of interesting. Where like. Yeah, we didn't see anything wink wink like <laughs> it's like and Rocket's just being a huge asshole and you're like, mm, damn it, Rocket. <laughs> I also I also love it because it touches on the relationship between Nebula and Gamora. Yo, yes, yes. And that that was a very important Brings the Nebula in the fold. Yes. And that's very important. Uh so yeah, I think it's a great movie. I yeah. Like it. I this one I I, I put it as a three plus. If I rewatch it, I, it might be a four. I might rank it more. I guess Guardians of the Galaxy was four plus. Mm-hmm. Re- rethinking about it, I'm like, oh, it's a four. It's a four. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I'm doing too. Uh, I'm not rethinking about it, yeah. But like, yeah. That's why I have it as a three plus. Because like, I, I keep, over time, I'm lowering it down, but I haven't watched it in a while. And I'm like, I need to rewatch it. This is one that I wish I would have watched it before this. Mm-hmm. Um, for reasons I didn't. I wish I did. Mm-hmm. Next one. Spider-Man. 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 Homecoming. Okay, so you know how earlier I said I had a favorite? Mm-hmm. This is my favorite. Okay. I love this movie. That's fair. Um, I love this movie for a lot of reasons. One, the villain. Mm-hmm. Like, this was the best villain up to this point, other than maybe Loki. Like, Michael Keaton's Vulture. Like, I don't like Vulture. I don't think he's that great of a villain in the comics. I don't think he's that interesting. An old man who... Gets jealous of Osborne, <laughs> he makes a wingsuit, looks ridiculous, calls himself the vulture, and just steals. Like, yeah. I don't think it's that great. 
But Max Lucky nailed it. Um, the story nailed it. Like he's just an everyman who um, took advantage, like who got shit upon by the government, took advantage of the situation, and like I feel for him. Mm-hmm. And then that twist too, where it's like, like one, I'm jumping into Vulture right away. This is he's one of the reasons why I really like this film. It was an origin story that wasn't an origin story. Mm-hmm. A, and they played. It wasn't a superhero film. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was a superhero film that was a teenage film. It was a teenage like. Mm-hmm. And I just love that theme for Spider Man. It wasn't yeah. serious. It wasn't like it wasn't like the end of the world. Spider Man's gonna save the day. It was no. Peter Parker's just learning how to be a hero. Mm-hmm. It was so simple. It was so small. It it just worked. It was such a good character building moment where like he's taking on what he thinks is a huge villain but it's not in the grand scheme of things it's small but for mm-hmm. him it's huge and I like the MCU just doesn't do this that often mm-hmm. I'm like small stories are great stories to be told yeah and this is one of those small stories that became great like it, it was a small oh, so story that was great yeah. <laughs> it, like, it was a small story that is just a great story to be told um, it's just simply Peter Parker becoming a hero and him humbling himself, and like I think at the end where he's like, you know what, I have more growing to do before I can be a, a world hero. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's such just it's such a cool message, mm-hmm. and it's such a cool character arc. Mm-hmm. I don't know, this it's one of my favorite films. Um, I don't like I don't even know if I have it as like the high, like this might be the lowest rated film. I think I have Far From Home a little bit less. Um, I have no way I'm higher. Spoiler alerts, but like. It's just one of my favorites. Like this might be six on my like, no, this might be higher. <laughs> it's just one of my favorite films. It's, yeah, that's fair. I got it up there. I got. I think I. I don't think I gave it to you, but I. I'd give it like a three plus. Yeah. Um, we're not far off. Yeah. For for one of the reason points you made out is that it's kind of him figuring out how to be a hero and kind of a teenage thing. I love that. The personal thing about it with Dan, and I was kind of touching on this earlier. Why I had like such an issue with Spider Man is that. I've seen so many different versions of Spider-Man. Uh, like I said, my first one I ever seen was Tobey Maguire, and that Spider-Man is more him just being like a person. He's still struggling for like high school and stuff, yeah. and doing all that stuff. But um, I just see age quickly. Yeah, exactly. And it just I don't know. But and um, Andrew Garfield aged quickly. Yeah, and so, also they were like thirty playing high schoolers. Exactly. So like, this is. But this one, I do like it because like it felt right, like um, it was yeah. perfect for that role. He like, got that little teenage girl. He's just learning. It's not like you said. It's not him. Like he's learning how to be real. He's learning how to be like a person. He's still trying to fit yeah. in. He's still trying to learn how to fit in high school, let alone be a hero. I, like I love scene. how they kind of blend that together. I just like the scene where um, he's on the bed. He's like, he's treating me like a kid. Like he's just like whining, mm-hmm. like a kid. I'm like. That's Peter Parker. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's perfect. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, the whole base of the movie is like he just wants to go to homecoming. Like you know what I'm saying? Like here's, he's, here's the big thing about this. Mm-hmm. Spider Man. Why? Why is Spider Man the most popular character? Relatable. He's relatable. Mm-hmm. And then in this movie, what is he? Relatable. Yeah. Like he's a kid trying to just be a kid. Mm-hmm. Even like in the later. Well, Maybe not the third film, but like the second. Well, no, in all the films, he's just trying to get through the regular life, but he's also trying to be a superhero, mm-hmm. and it feels small, but like it's not. And like, 
and what I love about it too is like it's genuine. Like he, you can understand like he's genuinely wants to help people. He yeah. genuinely wants to like be that guy it, to save the little man. And it, like he says that, and I'm like I believe that. Like he's you know. And that's Spider Man for you. That's Peter Parker. Yeah. That, so I think that that's where it hits. And yeah, three plus. I'm just not a big Spider Man fan, so I think I'm kind of biased in a way because I've just seen so many different versions of Spider Man. That's just kinda, yeah. But I've never spotted him. It's like the Batman, like I said, it's like Batman. Like, I've seen so many different Batmans that it's just like... There is fatigue. I Yeah, it's just, a, it's just tired I, of the character. I'm feeling it, too. I love Spider-Man. He's my favorite character. But, yeah, there's, like, comic book-wise, there's, like, four or five Spider-Man books at, yeah. at a time. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, why... And then you jump into into the Spider-Verse with, like, Miles Morales and all this kind of stuff. This is, like, okay, this character is just kind of... I love that movie. Yeah, it's good. It's just that, okay, I've, I've seen enough Spider-Man. Yeah. They got Venom. Which is that oh. Spider-Man movie, but, you know, it's oh. still... It's, yeah, it's yeah. just so, like... I'm Sony's just, like, we're gonna make our own Spider-Verse, and it's like... It's just, it's just, I don't know, there's too much Spider-Man. Too much, <laughs> there's too much Spider-Man, there's too much Spider-Man, no, I get that. Yeah, but, Good movie, but, though, good movie, though. I know. Yeah, I think it's a great movie, but I understand, like, a 3+, plus. I understand it. Like, I like Spider-Man, so maybe that's why I give it a 4, but I... I, I think the best way for me to put it is, like, it did expect me... It's exactly what I. It's, uh, it's exactly what I expect the Spider-Man movie to be. It's exactly what I would. Yeah. If I had to like think of a solid Spider-Man movie, that's what it would be. Him just yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like not classic Spider-Man, but like the the trilogy gets there, and I like I like it's such a fresh take on Spider-Man. And also some people are like, oh, it's not classic Spider-Man. I'm like. Dude, we've seen so much like classic Spider-Man not done right. I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. okay with a uh, Disney's version of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. I'm cool with it. Yeah. They're doing it good. Mm-hmm. So, or great. Exactly what I would expect. From them, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Thor Ragnarok. Okay. And we're we're kind of running up in time, so let's um, let's make sure we're, let's get through these uh, last few. These are some big important movies, mm-hmm. but let's like let's just hit the main, main points. points. Yeah. Okay. I have a four. Three plus. Three plus, you have a four. Or I have a four, you have a three plus. Um, I think I, I didn't like this movie initially. like, But I keep coming back to it, and I keep watching it, and I keep enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, Watiti's, like style, I think, like messed with me right away, because I'm like, there's so much happening in this film. There's so much big things happening, and it's just a joke. Mm-hmm. Back and forth, over and over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. But after rewatching it, the jokes still hit for the most part. <laughs> yeah. The jokes hit, and mm-hmm. like, I think Infinity War saves this film. Mm-hmm. I think Infinity War saves this film because Infinity War is where like Thor feels everything. Mm-hmm. That's where we see Thor grieving, mm-hmm. and this film he's still grieving, but like he's having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and also. Thor having fun for the first time in a Thor film, I think it's fun to watch. Yeah, like this movie is just enjoyable. It's colorful. Um, the music is great. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing Hulk back into it, like in an actual film, it's a great film. Like, I don't know. Like there's not much more to say. Hell is a. I think she's overrated as a villain, but I think she's a good villain. Loki's good in it. Uh, he comes back. I like the play that he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like Matt Damon's. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like it's fun. It's just enjoyable. Doctor Strange. Uh, also, we 
I just realized he didn't talk about Iron Man and the fact that he was in Spider-Man Homecoming. I like how in Phase 3 they're like, hey, we're um, we're, at, so we're adding other characters. And you have Doctor Strange. Like, it's a cameo. Mm-hmm. Fun. Like, yeah. it's just cool to see, like, oh, hey, this is a connected world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's cool. The whole, like, um, Asgard's in space, I'm like, eh, I don't know how I feel. But this movie is a great potential... I know I said that for Civil War, but this movie tied into Infinity War really, really well. Because, like, hey, this movie, where it ends, that's where Infinity War picks up. And it's really sad when you think about it. It (laughs) Poor Asgard. Mm -hmm. The Asgardians just go through it. You deal with Loki's rule. Then you you deal with Hela. Then you deal with the fact that, like, Ragnarok happened. Mm -hmm. Thanos comes. Odin dies. Kills you. Odin dies. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Odin dies. Um, uh, Thanos kills most of you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Infinity War happens. Mm-hmm. And yeah, now you have Infinity Clones ice cream. It's <laughs> 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 now you gotta see your constant, like you know, the person yeah. who killed you constantly. Like, right. Um, uh, yeah. I loved it. Like I said, I gave it a three plus. I could easily give it a four minus. Um, I like it. Um, it just kind of. It ties. I, I like it because it became right like you said before Infinity War. It was per. It was its timing was perfect. I think, and um, like I said, it touched on some nice points. Um, it was before, a, it was fun before it got serious. Even though yeah. it should have been serious, mm-hmm. it was at least fun before serious. And to be honest, Hella is one of my favorite villains. Yeah, I, I loved her in it. That's why I loved that one right there. That's beautiful. I'm pointing to one. Oh the <laughs> yeah, uh, Thor and Bolt. I think mm-hmm. Thor and Bolt are kissing Hella. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, great movie. It's a lot of fun. Very colorful. I love how they reintroduce Hulk. Um, that was very important. <laughs> it just had it has funny moments. It's just an overall great film. Yeah, and then Surtur um, too. It was just cool seeing Surtur and him destroying and the voice of Surtur. I don't even know who the voice who voices Surtur, but I just enjoy his voice. Yeah, and it's just sad because you finally see Thor and Loki come together, and uh, it's probably got one of my favorite. Um, Credit scenes is how the big ship just pulls up and then oh goes, yeah. yeah and it's like there's a hole and then it kills them. But, uh, <laughs> but spoilers, um, yeah, spoiler alert. Um, great movie. Love how they tied it all together. Would you say you keep saying great film? Uh, four a uh, four is great. Would you say four minus then? I give it. I can put it at four. Minus. Yeah, I. It's probably my favorite Thor. I keep coming back to it. It's a great film. Like I hated it at first just because of the jokes, and then I'm like. I keep thinking about it. I keep like mm-hmm. enjoying like different scenes and different things that happen and the jokes that are in it. I'm like, nah, it's great. Like, I, I love how they introduced Valkyrie and all that stuff too. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, yeah, good story. Holden dies. That's important to me. I don't know why, but all right, that finally puts me over. So love it. Good. All right, next one. A lot of people say this is the most overrated film in all of event, uh, all of MCU. I think a lot of those people are just racist. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly uh, but there's also a lot of people who think this movie is like the greatest movie of all time and I'm like okay you're I think you're pandering a little bit too hard mm-hmm. and that's Black Panther and I've had some serious thoughts on this one but, uh, that's Black Panther um, I have a I really have a 4 minus I keep going between a 4 minus and a 4 mm-hmm. because I think overall this movie is great mm-hmm. um, the culture wise like the the culture they build in this movie is just interesting. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. It's like, what is Wakanda about? And they answer that. Mm-hmm. On top of that, the villain is arguably... No, I think... No, he is the greatest villain up to this point. Okay. Michael B. Jordan freaking kills it. 
That's Eric Killmonger. Um, Claw is also still a great villain. Yeah. Andy Circus does a great job. I'm sad they killed him off, but hey, they killed somebody. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> they love killing off their villains. Yeah. Um, no, Black Panther just. I don't have a whole lot to say. It's just it. It's such a good like it builds this world up. Mm-hmm. And they already we already kind of knew who Black Panther was. We already kind of knew who T'Challa was, but it was like an origin film too. It was an origin film from Wakanda. But they had other movies work into it, so it wasn't like a pure origin film. They allowed the villain to be a villain. They allowed him to breathe. Mm-hmm. The villain made sense. Like, what are you doing, Wakanda? Like, you have brothers and sisters all over the world, and you're not doing anything? Like, we have, you know, like, this minority like race essentially being exploited over and over and over the course of time, and you guys haven't done anything you're afraid to share your resources mm-hmm. and that's such an interesting take to have mm-hmm. and the only reason why we disagree on it with Eric Killmonger is because he's radical mm-hmm. and I like villains who are fundamentally right mm-hmm. and him being fundamentally right changes Chichola changes Wakanda it, like he made his impact I'm glad you said that just to backtrack real quick that's how I feel about Ultron because and my dark side is fundamentally right. Humans, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, the, the world's engaging. The characters are engaging. Not just T'Challa, not just Eric Kramlonger. Mm-hmm. Um, Zuri? Oh, not Zuri. Zuri, I mean, Zuri's interesting, but Shuri. Mm-hmm. Um, very interesting side character. Mm-hmm. Um, just fun to watch the brother sister dynamic go back and forth especially now with Wakanda Forever out mm-hmm. like that's how it ties into that mm-hmm. um Nakia um mm-hmm. Akoi is a huge character that like got her like moment to shine and you're like damn like mm-hmm. I like Akoi I don't even know who this is but yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're like yeah yeah and I think the, the biggest thing I would say this movie fa- fails at is the big CGI fight at the end where they're like hey we're gonna fight in the CGI train station and we're gonna have CGI characters fight each other, and they're gonna be the exact same, with the exact same powers. That's his biggest flaw. Oh, and Baku, that was another character. Steals every scene he's in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. He's supposed to. He's usually like the big villain in Black Panther in the comics, and Baku's like uh, is the villain. Mm-hmm. So him being an ally in this film, I enjoyed it. Okay, here are my my thoughts on it. It's a great movie. Um, I love, I love Shuri in the movie more than I like Black Panther because I know what she becomes. Yeah. Initially, um, I just love how the backstory. But again, like it kind of watered it down because like there's two movies before where it's still like, kind of, um, displaying Wakanda and what it's about. So yeah. it, kinda, it was kind of like when it first came out, I felt like it was watered down, and I felt like they capitalized on a moment. Yeah. Um, they dropped it in February. Uh, they did the Black History Month thing with it. I think yep. they capitalized off a moment, which took away from what, how good it was actually in the movie. Yeah, if that makes this sense. This movie is over. Uh, this movie's underrated and overrated, depending on who you ask. Exactly. Those um, who were like, "Oh, it's a big cultural event." Exactly. Big moment. It became like, an event more, and then we took on that take for it as an event, yeah. an objective movie. Objectively, for the movie, it's it's a solid movie. Yeah, I think it's like, so great. For all the points you made, I just think it's just one of those movies that is capitalized on a moment, and it was a big moment, obviously. But um, yeah, I just feel like it's just solid. 
and in the moment made it bigger than what it was. Yeah. That makes sense. I think um, certain people wanted it to be rated as a five. Mm-hmm. And then you have people reacting to that, like, eh, it's not that good. It's like a three. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they didn't use that language because it's a different game scale, but they're like, oh, it's not that movie. It's a trash movie. Oh, no, it's the greatest movie in the MCU. It's like, no, it's a great film. It's not that great. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not Winter Soldier. It's not Civil War. It is. It's beneath them. It's not. I don't even know if it's better than Ragnarok. It's close. I mean, it, it, you can ask someone. It depends on who they like. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. On that. Yeah, but, um, and this is why Phase Three is like the best phase so far because like all these movies are, other than maybe Captain Marvel, all these movies are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And Captain Marvel is not even bad. We'll get into that one. Mm-hmm. Wait, is that the next one? No, it's not the next one. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, yeah, Black. Black Panther, I give it a four minus. I'm considering it being a four. Okay. Um, I think originally I gave it a four, mm-hmm. and then I went down to four minus. I do agree with the Killmonger conflict though. Like he was a very good plan because I agree with him. Yeah. Like, like I think everyone like, agreed. With yeah. Him, like for the most part. Why aren't you helping your people then? If you got all these resources, you should be helping. Your and guess what they did at the end? They that arc went through, and I I like it. I like the cousin cousin like relation. Also, Michael B. Jordan. I just he I did. freaking love him as a actor. What's up, Auntie? <laughs> <laughs> he did great. He did great. I'm like, it's like it's so menacing, but at the same time, it's so charming. You're like, <sighs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. All right. Um, next one, Infinity War. Big one. Um, I didn't when I okay, this movie left me breathless. Remember, it, made, it left me speechless. I didn't speak for a good ten minutes after this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I debate if this movie is the best movie in uh, the MCU. I don't. I think Civil War Wins is a better movie. I agree. But I think this movie is the Empire Strikes Back for this generation. Oh, okay. This is the movie that leaves you in shock. Because mm-hmm. what Empire Strikes Back, or what does it really well, is the villains win. Mm-hmm. Like, they know it's the second movie in a trilogy. Mm-hmm. This movie is the third movie in a four-part thing. Mm-hmm. But the first movie in like a two-part film essentially and they just leave you with the most depressed like mm-hmm. scene and like it just it, it just it does what Marvel doesn't do Marvel usually wins the heroes usually win this movie did they did not mm-hmm. and they just did it so well this movie works so well for a finale. Not, no, this movie's not a finale. This movie's the potential. I, I keep using this word. But this was like episode nine in Game of Thrones. <laughs> okay. So, I don't know if you watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. Okay. So, this is like the Red Wedding. Yeah, okay. This yeah. is like the Red Wedding. This is um the Battle of Blackwater. This is Ned Stark getting his head chopped off. Mm-hmm. It's just... Um, I was gonna say this would be hard home. I watched that episode last night. Fell asleep halfway through. <laughs> Actually, I fell asleep as like the as they got the hard home, which I'm like, and I woke up. I'm like, no, I missed the best part of the whole show. That <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, this movie just left like the ending of Infinity War. Just like it was, it was the scene of Spider Man that did it for me. Mm-hmm. Not because I didn't think, not because I knew he was dead. But I was just really sad that he wasn't going to be in the next film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that was like my biggest thing. Like, I want him in the next film. And he ends up being in the next one. Mm-hmm. He gets his moment to shine. Mm-hmm. This movie... Okay. To recap this movie and talk about the points. It, I think it does 
its only main flaw is pacing wise it feels off because you're just going from character to character to character to character like you get this big scene where um Doctor Strange and Iron Man and Hulk are fighting um Cole Obsidian and Ebenema mm -hmm. and then boom we're getting like dancing music for Guardians of the Galaxy mm -hmm. and uh, that's what I think of like pacing it just like it sometimes it just doesn't work mm -hmm. but I'm okay with it because what this movie is is a finale of sorts it's it either is a finale or it's a potential episode 9 like it leads to the big moment mm -hmm. you know who the protagonist in this film is? Thanos. Thanos is the he's the protagonist. We follow Thanos the most. He gets the most screen time. It's all about Thanos starting like I have a goal. And then we learn about Thanos and throughout this he sacrifices a bunch of things. He, he sacrifices his um, lackeys which he does care about. Ebony Ma dies. He, there's like a glimpse of sadness. He sacrifices Gamora. He's crying. Mm -hmm. And at the end, it's him accomplishing the goal. We cheer for the Avengers, but they're essentially the antagonist in this. And so when you view it from that uh, standpoint, where Thanos is a protagonist, and you follow his story, mm -hmm. and the, the Avengers are the antagonist, the rapid pacing works. Mm -hmm. And yeah, this movie just works. It's such a, just an exciting film. Because you see all our characters finally getting together, finally beating each other. And it just gets to yeah, to this last final battle scene and boom. I agree. I I agree with everything you just said. I gave it a five as well. Um I give it a five because it carries you through every single range of emotion. At least it did it for me. Yeah. Um for sure. You go like you said, like kind of the end of what you said, how it kinda of jumps around a little bit. It's the you only know, flaw I can think of. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. It kind of paces kind of off, but it, it worked in a way that, like, okay, you're going from a little happy to a little mm -hmm. sad, and it all comes together at the end. Um, Thor is <laughs> so beautiful in this movie. He goes from the very yeah, bottom. I'm have a tear in your eye. Huh? He's very beautiful in this movie. <laughs> goes from the very bottom, goes through every range of emotion, creates the. Um, What's the name of the new one? Skyrim, the um, X. What's he called? Stormbreaker. That's it. Okay. He goes through all his emotion. All his people die. Brother's dead. Mom's dead. Dad's dead. Everyone for him is dead, and he just. Oh, this is so beautiful. He, he essentially just sacrifices himself so right. he can like. He's willing. You can tell he's willing to die to go and get this man. You know, he's gonna avenge his family no matter what he said. And he fucked up. Yeah, he he did. But, um, his entrance is like the great one of the greatest moments in like the MCU. It's just like, fuck yeah, that, that Thor is here. That's what I was leaving to. Because when he gets there, that I almost cried. Like that was one of the most beautiful moments. He's finally broke through. And, and you and you just, give me Thanos. <laughs> it's just like, fuck yeah. I remember I watched it, dude. I literally stood up at that point and was like, oh my god, <laughs> go get him. Like you like you're rooting like go kill this man. You know, yeah. like I'm with you, dog. Um, but to answer you what you said this one, this is the first movie that I was literally like I sat in the theater like 20 minutes after this and I had to digest it I literally had to sit with my homies we were all in the theater we were just sitting there and we are digesting it because like like you said for the first time in the MCU 
the villain wins. And not only does he win, he wins definitively. And yep. this is one of those moments where I was thinking like, okay, you know there's a part two, you know they're gonna come back and probably win, but how are they gonna do it? Yeah. I'm sitting there thinking like, how are they gonna beat it, this man? That's intrigue. Yeah, like, okay, what are they gonna do? Like, you can't just face them straight up again like you just did. How, it's the first time I looked at Marlon like, okay, how are they gonna win? How are they gonna do it? And uh, I thought yeah. that was a beautiful moment. And like, it just kind of brought everything full together. Like you said, like he had this goal. He finally gets his goal, he goes to the, the realm. He's talking to Gamora. He's like, did you finally do it? He's like, yes, I did. You know, like, it's like the little things like he completed his goal. And I just thought um, it was very done. The pacing, if there's one thing I had to go on, I agree with you, it's the pacing. Yeah. But um, I learned to be okay with that because I've watched a couple times now and uh, they're trying to get a lot in and they're trying to be detailed with it, which I respect. And It um, works. It works. Yeah, it, like, it, well, I know like a, at the time, uh, I had a YouTuber reviewer and he's like, oh, this movie's not great. And he's like, I take that. And I like argued and pushed back like, no, this is the best MCU film. And he's like, well, no, on its own, it doesn't work. It doesn't explain anything. I'm like, but this movie isn't on its own. This movie is not just one movie. You can't just, you can't take it as one movie. It's like taking a season finale and being like, well, it's just great upon that. Like, no, it's a culmination of all the story. It's a finale Peninsula episode of sorts like it's a part one of the finale this is uh, Breaking Bad Osmandius that episode uh, oh that's my favorite Breaking Bad episode yeah Ozzy like the, yeah. yeah like this is that episode mm-hmm. and if you judge it based on its own without like looking at the context of all the other films like yeah it's wow, trash that's crazy name that that is literally my yeah, favorite Breaking Bad but that's episode. what this is it's mm-hmm. just it's a combination of everything and it's just like it. you start it just jumps right away it just gets into the action mm-hmm. you get all these characters you put yeah. them all in and I love how they started it because you immediately see his power when he takes on all yeah the first scene is Thanos going in there mm-hmm. and we're like oh we're like living through Thor we're like no we're living through Thanos Thanos is the protagonist in this movie mm-hmm. and he just like one Thor is beaten and you're like shit how's Thor beaten and then you're like oh there's Hulk yeah they have a Hulk Hulk's here no no matter Thanos definitively again like (laughs) and you're just like shit like okay yeah you don't mess around with Thanos Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah this movie is a five I debate back and forth between Civil War but I think Civil War is a better film I think Infinity War is the more I don't want to say more important film but this is the um this is like the Empire Strikes Back. This is like the like you remember how you left the theater mm-hmm. movie, and I get that with Endgame. I get that with Avengers. I don't get that with Civil War. And it's crazy how you said that because like, I remember I remember people were walking out crying because like they yeah. made it, they did it so well like they won like definitively like you're you're literally thinking like I don't think Thanos could be beat like and I, I went there I went there with my wife and like I, I, she's like you want to talk about it? I'm like no. Like give me ten minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like give me ten minutes. I need, I need time to process what I just watched. Yeah, I was literally seeing like this. Like, how are they gonna be? And uh, to that point too. Um, little tidbit too. Um, the music at the end, the last scene. My ex, now ex-wife, but then wife. Um, music therapist, really big in the music. Um, the melody that they're playing 
I believe the note was like B minor. And she's like, oh, that's so interesting. That means two things. It means happy and sad in one. It is um, both. It means both emotions. You can play it for both. And I hear it tone, I'm like, oh, it is happy. He achieved his goal. But then he's also sad he achieved his goal. Mm-hmm. He, like, it just put in a whole new light in the Thanos. You're like, you think of him as this monstrous villain, but this whole film, this entire time, like, oh, he's grieving, he's sad. Mm-hmm. Like, he did his thing. He did it because he, think, he thought he had to. Mm-hmm. And now he's happy, but he's sad. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just, it's beautiful. They're like, man, we just lost everything, but the last scene is him just mm-hmm. looking upon the sunset and you get the feeling of both sadness and yeah. happiness. It's crazy. Like, I, I'm glad you said that. I'm, I'm glad you said that because it's like, it's like when you win a championship, like, okay, I get the goal. It's like, I don't know what, I don't know what to do now. Like, yeah. Like, it's over. Like, like the, the next one. Like, it's like Kane Manning winning the championship at the end. Mm-hmm. Or um, Jerome Bettis. I'm trying to think of like people who it's, ended on. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, my career is over, you know, I just won the championship, it's great. Shit, there's nothing over. left. Shit, now what? Yeah, there's nothing left. I thought so. Beautiful movie. Beautiful. All right. Okay. Next one. So I don't hate this film, but I hate this film. <laughs> and I, okay, so you guys talk about personal reasons. I hate this movie for personal reasons. So I just brought up my ex-wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... This is the first movie I watched when she broke up with me. Oh. Okay. And this movie is called Ant-Man and the Wasp. This movie is a couple movie. <laughs> so when I watched this film, I watched this by myself about three weeks after she left. Mm-hmm. And everywhere that I looked, there was a freaking couple. <laughs> so I might be very, very biased about this film, but I, I put it as a three minus. That's fair. And I, like, I don't, I think it's good, but... Uh, it felt like filler. That's how I feel. And I'll put it like this. I feel like Ant-Man is very hard as a standalone hero. Yeah. He works well when he's in a group like the Avengers yep. or something like that. It's very hard to get into him as a singular hero. And even with the Wasp, it, they're they're more interesting in the comics when they're part of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not that interesting on their own. It's I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, I, I, can, I, I can watch Paul Rudd be... Damn in all day, mm-hmm. like I can, and then and that's why I think this film works. And this is why I'm excited about spoiler alert, Quantumania, because like I feel like this is be the first time he'll be able to stand alone on a movie. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be great. This movie's it's, supposed to be a tentpole film. Yeah, yeah. this exactly. movie, this movie's transition, this movie's filler. Um, I feel like I just like don't want to talk about it. Like it's fine. Um, Ghost is okay. Um, Goliath is okay. <laughs> um, you have this secret like. Um, organization where I think Hydra's part of it you have like the other mm-hmm. like I like the actor who plays the guy I don't even remember but we don't know what organization the film's okay it's fine it's it it died time it's yeah. a it's a filler episode in the you know this week on Marvel but the thing that annoys me about it is that it's important <laughs> well it's not well it's important at the very end scene yeah that's, that's what it is like yeah. the only reason why it's important where like oh what happened to like you know, like, oh, Ant-Man is now in the oh, quantum man. realm. Mm-hmm. So, it's interesting. I don't know. It's yeah. it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah. It's like, yeah. Um, Next one, Captain Marvel. Uh, man, they should have never put any movies in, in between, like, 
it been more in that game. I think they made a mistake. I there. agree, but I think they kind of had to because they had the. They had to mm-hmm. for um, Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, but Captain Marvel, I don't have much to say about this film either, simply because like it's an origin film. It's fine. It's okay. Um, I think this movie gets way more hate than it needs to. Mm-hmm. Brie Larson is like a lot of people hate her because she's like a feminist. She's fine as Captain Marvel. I mean, I think they could do they could have done better with an actress. I think they could have had someone who has a little bit more charisma. I think sometimes she lands flat. Um, but I don't hate her. Like I don't hate her as Captain Marvel. I think this movie for the most part is fine. I like the twist that they did with um, the scrolls. Or like, hey, oh hey, these scrolls are actually good, and it's like, oh, oh, because like the Krees aren't. Necessarily good guys. Mm-hmm. We have like, we have two evil like um, alien races. I guess Kree's kind of like back and forth between, like Kree's like humanity in a way where like yeah you have some bad Kree like Ronan, mm-hmm. but like he also has some good Kree too. Mm-hmm. Like Captain Marvel was a good uh, Kree, yeah. and like scrolls are typically made up to be bad, mm-hmm. and I like it how they portray the scrolls like no these scrolls are good. Mm-hmm. So I like that, but I think this film is fine. Yeah. It's, like it's entertaining I'm sure some people love it I'm sure there's someone who gives it a four plus or a five and mm-hmm. I'm just like I would love to meet those people <laughs> and hey I felt the same way about Iron Man but Iron Man 2 but hey I met that person <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you <laughs> but um, I don't know it's fine I, uh, I I give it a three minus but I go back and forth between a three minus and a two plus that's fair I think I gave it a solid three if I remember right mm-hmm. um I love nostalgia in it. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah, the 90s. <laughs> that makes it fun for me. Um, but other than that, it's just kind of, I think you pun it well. Goose the cat. It. Huh? Goose the cat. Goose the cat, yeah. <laughs> the blockbuster and all that fun stuff. Pay phone scenes, all that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I think you hit on perfectly with Brie Larson's. Like, I don't know. She's just really flat to me. Yeah. And, which is fine because I'm not a big Captain Marvel person to be anyway, so it's okay. But, um, it's just okay movie it's that, an origin film yeah it's a very the okay villain, yeah yeah I nice don't even, I don't even remember the villain name yeah I don't know <laughs> Jude Law's character it's very just okay yeah which is fine I think um, I do I will say this I think the Marvels has a chance to be a great 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 movie we'll have to talk about it I think this because I bring up tentpole and filler mm-hmm. or transition films I think that movie's gonna be transition film, but we'll get into that uh, okay. in part two. Next I, week. I I do agree with that. I still think it's gonna be it has the potential to be a great movie. I hope so. I I really hope so. I uh, it has I, potential. I enjoy Kamala Khan. I enjoy Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want Captain Marvel to succeed as a character. Mm-hmm. Uh, one despite all the. I want to just say call like call it what for what they are sexists out there who like hate him because they hate her in this movie simply because like she's a feminist and they don't they never say it outright it's always like oh no this film's just not good it's like no just be honest <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know why I was for anyway um but yeah I don't really have much more to say about it yeah let's get to the main cheese all right main cheese we have two left in this very very long podcast <laughs> alright two left Avengers Endgame 4 plus I think you gave it 
Year four plus. Yeah. Year to five, which is weird because last when we actually talked about this, uh, I was trying I was trying to attack Endgame and you're trying to defend it. I know. And then I saw your rating. I was like, what the fuck? Are you <laughs> well, based on your rating scale, I, I take as a five as just a just spectacular, and it, it it was, but it's a I don't know. I like Infinity War better. Maybe that's why I just made it four plus instead of. A, a yeah, five. I agree. Infinity War is better. I think Endgame just did its job. That's a. It just did its job. It it brought everything back. It was nostalgic. I like, so, I wouldn't have wrote this movie the way it was written. I would have wrote it where like Thanos, comes back and tries to like defend, um, what he did. Mm-hmm. But no, this movie they said f that. We're gonna do something different. We're gonna do five years in the future. We're gonna make this a time heist film. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be a heist film. We're gonna revisit all these old movies. We're gonna revisit all these scenes, mm-hmm. and it just hits harder than nostalgia. It yeah. like it just it, works. It yeah. works very well. And like I agree with that. Like we have new characters visiting old. Like it visits the characters, new scenes, mm-hmm. makes Dark World important. Mm-hmm. This movie made Dark World important. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's talent in its own. <laughs> um, we, we talk about other movies making other things important. Like that's what Endgame did. It made. Mm-hmm. Dark World important. Um, and that's just, what I think that's what it made Ant Man important. Yeah, and like, it, here's the thing: if other movies did this, it would feel cheap. It would feel like, oh, you're just recycling what you did, mm-hmm. and you know. But no, this movie, it didn't feel that way. It didn't feel like it was recycled stuff. Like when they went back to the Battle of New York, it felt like we learned about different things about the Battle of New York. We learned what happened in that movie. That they essentially. Ended the Infinity Saga, phase one, two, and three. It was a great finale for it, but it also built lore into the Infinity Saga. It built it out. It built out those films. Mm-hmm. It built out Dark World. It built out Infinity War. It built out Doctor Strange with the Ancient One. Mm-hmm. Um, it built out the characters of Iron Man, and it led to this huge battle scene at the end mm-hmm. where everyone got their moment. Like, sure, there's some nitpicks of like some of the pacing um, in between is a very long film and some of it sometimes it got slow it was a very sad film see that's, the only that's what made it great in my opinion that's not I think that's what made it great because it was a long movie it was very drawn out but it, it touched everything like you were saying it touched everything and it needed to touch everything yeah it needed to bring everything together and I thought it was perfect and it it just did it well I'm like I don't know how to make this film better mm-hmm. I don't know how to make this film better mm-hmm. and 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 there's still little things about it, like when Cap and Iron Man, when Iron Man, when Tony Stark pulls up in the Audi, brings out, and they like, have that it's always an Audi too. Yeah, it's always an Audi. And they make amends, like that was, I like, that touched me. Like, yeah. They finally came back and they, and they gave him back his. Or the, the beginning scene where he was just mad at him, and it's like. Genuine, yeah. That's yeah, I'm like, saying. I get it. I don't agree with him. I'm on Cap's side, but like. I get, I get the anger. Like, yeah. yeah, like, he was trying to stop this from happening, and it fucking happened, and he's like, this is what I was trying to do, and yet you stopped me, and it's like, yeah, I get it, and, like, they didn't talk for five years after that, it's like... And it's beautiful, because it's, it's Steve Rogers being Steve Rogers. Tony, do you have any or, comments or anything? This movie was so emotional, and, oh, it hit so hard, like... Yeah. Like when they're sitting in the circle and they're talking like he has his little, little group thing and they're talking about, you know, mm-hmm. I went on a date for the first time. I cried during the cell. He cried during dessert. He's like, that's okay. 
took the baby step and like, like you see him even even he and he has that moment where he's about to cry and he's like gotta move on and you see him about to like break you know like finally like Captain America has like broken yeah and like it's a weird thing that's like him moving on too like he was about to move on and then like oh no there's a way there's a way <laughs> I like like the savior of the universe is a rat <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Scott Lang, like, I don't want to do it. You know, like, he learns and he just gets the idea. And I like how Scott Lang was like, uh, and man, like, how he was just like the main person behind it. Because, mm-hmm. like, no one takes him seriously. And he's like, nope, he's a very important character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I also just like how it was just the original Avengers. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, between, like, you know, it was Iron Man, it was Cap. And like everyone died, it's like all the secondary characters, but like mm-hmm. you know the main group is back. I'm like, I like it. I like how they did that. Yeah, I And they just took a huge risk. Like, yep, nope. The world has been dead for five. Like half the world's been dead for five years. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's just such an interesting, like such an interesting world. And I wish that we had got more between those five years. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, dude, what, like, what happened if like. One, half, like, the entire world is dealing with PTSD. Mm-hmm. Dude, all, the, the entire world is hurting. They, someone lost someone they loved. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, it's just an interesting, like, world-building, like, idea yeah. behind it. So, yeah, this movie's just, it's a five. There's things you could pick at. Mm-hmm. But what it did well, it did very, 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 very well. Mm-hmm. And that was, it brought everything together and ended the whole saga. And then we get a kind of like an encore epilogue of Far From Home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is the next one. I don't know if you're ready to move on. Do you have anything more on the Endgame? I just think it's very well done. I, I feel like we could spend a whole I, hour. We spend a whole podcast on that. <laughs> a whole hour. Which I think I would have done this differently. <laughs> because we're, at, we're like on four hours now. All right. Um, not great movie. Excellent movie. Alright, Spider-Man Far From Home. This one, I, I don't know where I... I don't know how I feel about it anymore. At first, I like I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But this movie, one, it was an epilogue for Infinity Saga in the way that, like, hey, this is Spider-Man coming back. Like, everybody came back into the fold. Um, how is this world going to deal with it? Mm-hmm. And they kind of just joked upon it, but it was, like, it, it was fine. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, you know, like, after such a serious film, you're like, you know what I, I'm okay to laugh now I'm gonna mm. laugh now like <laughs> but like now looking back it's like oh I wish they would have touched on it a little bit more um this movie it was kind of just a filler movie cause like No Way Home came back like two years later and it, it kind of felt like with um the pandemic and everything it just kind of felt quick like mm-hmm. it did like it felt like Far From Home and like No Way Home like came out like back to back um no, Far From Home, I give it a 4 minus. I think you, I'm looking here, you gave it a 4 minus. I think it's like borderline great. Um, it's a good story. Good, simple story. Spider-Man, he doesn't want to be Spider-Man. He's brought on this world Europe mission. I don't, I want to know like what they came up with. Like why Europe of all things? Because they could easily could have been classic Spider-Man, but they really are like, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing classic Spider-Man. <laughs> Let's bring him to Europe. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still okay with it. Like, I think they're just trying to just, like, get away from that same connotation of Spider-Man in New York. Spider-Man yeah. in New York, you know, kind of thing. Which, 
We'll talk about it at the end, like when, once we get to part two, No Way Home, and like where it's, where it's leading to. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about because it ends to classic Spider-Man, and I think I'm I like now that like No Way Home has ended, and that's where they left off. I kind of like how they did it because they're like they're giving us both about best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. They're giving us something new, but it's leading us to something old. Mm-hmm. And like cool, now we we got MCU Spider-Man. Now we're gonna get Spider Man, Spider Man soon. Mm-hmm. So I do, I like that. For Far From Home, this movie worked. Mysterio worked. Mm-hmm. That was that was a huge draw for me as Mysterio. He's one of my favorite villains. You saw on the way up. I have Mysterio yeah. on the wall. Mm-hmm. He was the villain I wanted for a while because I just like the idea of like illusions and like just fucking with Spider Man's brain and like just the film effects that come with Mysterio. Mm-hmm. And I think this film. For the most part, did it well. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the film I would have done, but I think I'm like okay with it. Mm. I think Jake Gyllenhaal though, freaking amazing as Mysterio. He did good. He um, did good. I still like Michael Keaton's Vulture a little bit more, mm-hmm. even though like, like it's weird because Vulture's like one of my least favorite villains in the comics. Mysterio's my favorite, one, like one of my favorite villains mm-hmm. in the comics. Who's your favorite Spider-Man villain? Just curious. Um, I would say Doc Ock. Okay. But I don't like Spider-Man 2's Doc Ock. Why not? Just curious. Um, if we were ever to do like a Spider-Man um, podcast like this, uh, Spider-Man State of Review, I'll go more into it. I don't like how the original Raimi Spider-Man trilogy had um, Dr. Jekyll and Hyde villains. As in like, hey, I'm a good person. I'm fine. I'm decent. Um, something bad happens. Now I'm evil. Like, mm. and like the... I didn't like the fact that Doc Ock was like, I'm bad because the chip makes me bad. Mm. I don't really care for those villains. Okay. I, I feel like it takes away their actions. It takes away the seriousness because once that goes away, it's like, oh, problem solved. They're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Alfred Morris. Did, wait. Alfred Morris. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think it's Morris. Morris? Maybe. No, I'm... Alfred Morris is the running back for the, the Redskins oh, yeah. back then. <laughs> I think it's Alfred Morris. Um, yeah, I think, it, yeah, okay. But the comics, I really like Doc Ock, just because he's kind of like the scientific uh, equivalent to Peter Parker. I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of cool stories you can do with Doc Ock. Okay. So he's my favorite now, but I, Mysterio's up there. Okay. Like, Mysterio's my favorite moment this time. So it's weird to be like, oh, the Vulture's better than Mysterio in the MCU. Mm-hmm. But that's how I feel. I, but not because Mysterio was a bad villain. I think Mysterio's a pretty good villain. Okay. I just think Michael Keaton's Vulture was just a great villain. Hmm. Okay. But like, you, I kind of want to do a tier list for villains in the future. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Your thoughts on Spider-Man: Far From Home? I thought it was a good movie. I just, like I told you before, Spider-Man is just one of those movies. Like, I just, or I should say, on heels, I just, I just can't get into it anymore. But, <laughs> but it was a good movie overall. I liked it. Um, touches everything. Kind of like what you said with it too. I kind of I like what they did with it. How they kind of did a new thing, but it's gonna lead into the old. That's very well done. Um, yeah, that's all I really got to put on. To be honest with you, I've yeah. only seen it like once or twice. But yeah, this movie, I really enjoyed it when it came out, and like now I'm like it's not that important. Like it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. No Way Home is so much like bigger than that, and I'm like, don't know how I feel about it. I have it as a four minus and originally as a four and like I thought it was better than Homecoming but now I'm like I like Homecoming a little bit more. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be one of those movies that gets lost in the fray a little bit but like it shouldn't because mm. it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. 
So it's a it's like it's a filler episode. Yeah, but a good one. It's a good filler episode. It's like it's not that important, but like you know what? It's gonna be it's a fun watch. Like, um, I like the Breaking Bad reference. So I'm gonna do one for you. Yeah, uh, the Bug episode. Episode fly? Bug. Fly. Yeah, Fly. Sorry. Oh, you think it's Fly? Mm-hmm. Oh, I hated that episode at first. I like it. I hated it, but then like once I got into like writing more and like uh, when I once I watched it. I really, really enjoy that episode because mm-hmm. it like it just tells the story of Walt and Jesse perfectly at that moment. Yeah. It just like I think I hate it because it just didn't progress the story forward. Yeah. I don't know if it works for Far From Home now because that was a bottle episode. Well, I, 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 I use that reference. Oh. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Think that's you think that's why? Yeah. Okay. Because it's more. It's not. It's not a bottle episode, but it focuses straight strictly on character. Okay, I'm. I'm more set up if it's more. It's one of those episodes that you you kind of lose in the transaction of it, but when you really like sit and look at it again, it's yeah. like one of those movies, episodes. That's Do you know who directed that episode? Who? Ryan Johnson, hmm. the guy. Uh, Star Wars: the Last Jedi, oh, okay. and Knives Out too. I know. Yeah, he's the one who made it. Nice. Okay. So. Yeah, a little bit. I, I do know some things. Like <laughs> <laughs> in this podcast, I'm like, wait, who's that? Who's that person? Who's that? I do know things. I just blank on things easily. Okay. I know it's an ADHD thing. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's before we wrap up because this was a lot longer than I thought. We had so much in depth. <laughs> yes. Uh, if we redo a state of review, we're doing each phase one by one, and we're just making the state of review like a five part podcast episode because god damn that was long that's long <laughs> um, so I'm sorry I did not think it was going to take that long so oh, thank you good. for being here one last thing before we wrap up mm-hmm. Infinity Saga the whole phase one two three mm-hmm. on scale one to five how would you rank it the whole thing the whole, whole thing Infinity oh. Saga one through three. Oh man I mean we can go over each phase too we do that I'm going to do that it's hard for me to call I'll put it all together. Can we do phases? Can we do that? Oh, uh, we could. Let's, let's do it briefly, though. Okay, I'll do it quick. Phase one, I give it about three plus. Phase two, okay. four. And then phase three, four plus. Four plus. I agree with four plus for phase three. Uh, phase two, three plus. Phase one, three. Okay, plus. Um, yeah, practically the same. I think Infinity Saga overall, it's a four. Okay. I think it'd be four. Um, it's great. It's not like it's hard. It's weird because it's like in the grand scheme of like franchises, it should be a freaking five, really. Mm-hmm. For the for my criteria of a five, like you know, it's the best of its genre. It's the best of its movie franchises. Like name a better movie franchise than Marvel, mm-hmm. like Star Wars. Not now. Not with. Not after Disney. <laughs> um, not after the prequels. <laughs> Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can say that about the prequels too. Yeah. Um, DC definitely not. Okay. Um, as, as a segue to the next part, what is your favorite way that you're looking forward to in the next phase? Uh, in phase four, mm-hmm. the review. Mm-hmm. To review, or well, yeah, to review, but just what you're looking forward to in the next one. Just briefly. Um, like if there's one movie you're like, I cannot wait for that one. What's this one? Ooh, I don't even have a list. Um, there's Ant Man. Guardians. I'm trying to think of what came out coming out of Phase 5. World Hulk. Well, that one's rumored. That is true, that's rumored. Um, 
for phase four, the one I'm looking for the review. Let's do that. Um, no way home, probably. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, WandaVision too, because it's one of those movies that I'm like, or it's one of those shows I'm like back and forth where I want to rank it, and I think it'd be interesting to talk discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, for phase five, hold on, let me pull up the list because I'm like blinking what's coming out soon. Should just have this memorized. All right. So coming out soon, movies that I'm looking forward to. Oh yes, that's the one. Um, can it be a TV show? Sure. Daredevil. Ah, uh, okay. okay. I have you watched the Netflix Daredevil? Uh, okay, <laughs> I have, but I'll say that. But I have watched it. Yes. Okay. I. Yeah, that's the one I'm probably most excited for. I've been reading a lot of Daredevil. And he's slowly becoming one of my favorite uh, superheroes. Okay. And yeah, so briefly, that is the one I'm looking forward to coming out of Phase Five. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the next one, Ant Man, just because I think this movie is gonna be a huge tentpole, mm-hmm. and they need huge tentpole movies. Anyone? There, it's been more preview for mm-hmm. Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be discussing why quantity is not better than quality. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Might be Blade. Blade? Ooh, yes. Blade. Blade or the Captain America New World Order. Okay. Very interested for that one. Uh, Guardians 3, obviously, but we'll get to that. Alright, which one are you uh, most excited to talk about for Phase 4? If they do it, World War Hulk. Uh, the, the ones for all the confirmed ones that I'm excited oh, about? I mean, like, for us reviewing, which one are the one, movies that came out for Phase 4? Because Phase 4 is over now. Mm-hmm. Which one are you most excited for reviewing? Mm-hmm. Like, which one do you want to talk about? Which one do you want to talk about? That's <laughs> 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 how we feel about Phase 4. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Doctor Strange. Okay. Um, I was thinking that was probably your be your answer. Um... Be a TV show too. Yeah, I'd be Doctor Strange. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Um, this is it. This is Don't Evolve Me. Oh God, three and a half hours podcast. That is. Oh, you got to edit a lot of that one. Yeah. <laughs> so this is it. This is end. Don't Evolve Me, episode two, part one. Thank you, Ernie. Uh, thank you, Happy Romero. Uh, again, thank you because I yeah. <laughs> I'm tired if you can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> it's very it's tired. been a long, long episode. A lot of talking. <laughs> so yeah, uh, join us for part two. Hopefully it won't be the, yeah, it won't be this long. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. Enjoy Man, I can't even speak anymore. Alright. Peace out everyone. Bye everybody. <laughs>